Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Dave, it's time to ask you a trivia question from the show that you are on. Are you ready? Yes. Rachel, our producer, uh, you remember her? No. She's been working with us for two years. You have to be very specific when you talk about Rachel's on the, on our show now. Okay, Rachel, our producer, uh, Rachel Tyson. Yes, yes. Uh, here's I, question. Yes. Mm-hmm. Here's your question. How yes. old is Rachel, our 23. That is absolutely correct, Dave. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yeah. killing this segment. You are, you are, because I think you're maybe, are you prepping? Are you just getting your I have flashcards. I have flashcards. Because you used to miss all these questions. <laughs> But Things now, have changed, you know? Everybody, check us I out. I don't, at, I don't do that anymore. All right. Everybody, check us out at Six Unseemly and UnseemlyQuestions.com. Time to get the show started. Welcome to Six Unseemly Questions. I'm your host, Victor Varnado. This is my sidekick, Dave Rosinski. We've got a great contestant on the show today. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Rachel McCartney. Yeah. Hello. There she is. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. to the show. Thanks also, for having me. No, we're so happy to have you. We have a great studio audience as well. Uh, we have Taj Osario and Rachel Teichman in our studio audience. Wonderful. Here. Thank you all for being here. Hey. Welcome back. Thank you. All right. Uh, Rachel McCartney, I'm going to prefer, I'm going to refer to you as Rachel uh, you are Rachel Prime, so Rachel Teichman. I will say Rachel Teichman if I mean you, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, Rachel Ra- Prime. Yeah, we're, we're gonna make we're making Rachel McCartney Rachel Prime for. Why can't show. we just call her Rachel McCartney? Just because it's easier to just call her Rachel. Oh, I see. All right, uh, uh, Rachel. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna tell you the rules of the show, and then we're gonna get started. Here are the rules. I'm going to ask you six unseemly questions. At the end of each question, I will ring a bell if I like your answer like this. However, if I do not like your answer, I will not ring a bell, and I'll tell you why. Regardless of how many bells you get at the end of the show, I'll decide whether or not you get five whole dollars for being on the show. Are you ready? All right. All right. Let's get started. It's time for question number one. Question number one. Are you coming out of the pandemic with a new skill? A new skill. Hmm. I would say I'm a slightly better cook now. I cooked a lot over the pandemic and I wasn't Mm -hmm. very good at it before, but now my knife skills are fully passable. Hell yeah. Your knife skills? Yeah, just cutting things up. What's your specialty? What's your specialty? Uh, There's a soup that I make a lot and it's not very hard, but I've made it like probably 30 times. So it'd be weird if I didn't say it. Um, It is a chicken and lime soup you can find on budgetbites.com but what makes it different when i make it is i use a bunch of serrano peppers um instead of like a single single jalapeno um so it's really nice and spicy and it's like vaguely good for you and i just i really like it yeah Sounds so good. 
so you're becoming a better cook was that actually by choice like was it something that you tried to become a better cook or was it just because you had to cook for yourself you just got better over time i would say the latter definitely oh the latter so did you did you do i mean I, I embraced being better at it as a result of practice but oh. it wasn't like on my bucket list to become a better cook before the pandemic happened i mean i can understand that the benefits are obviously i mean are obvious because you you have better food immediately yes. so you get better food but did you use your time in the pandemic in any any way because like I, I feel like during the pandemic some people had a lot of sitting around time do you have a lot of sitting around time Oh yeah, absolutely. It was mostly a loss year. And and did you did you have a project for your sitting around time? I tweeted a lot, and so I got like a bunch more Twitter followers. But other than that, no. All right. Well, uh, tweeting a lot might have done it. Uh, so I will say uh, no bell on that question. I'll tell you why because you did not actively try to get a new skill during the pandemic. Not that it's a good or bad thing. It's just I don't give a bell uh, in this case. All right. All right. Uh, now it is time for question number two. But before we do that, can you tell people out there what you do? Uh, I am a stand-up comic, and I am also trying to get a writing job in comedy. Mm -hmm. And before the pandemic, I was a textbook editor. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. That is really interesting. Is, is that interesting work? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of textbooks? Right. Uh, math. Oh, no. man. Hard uh, why, why did you say, oh, man, Taj? That sounds like kind of boring. Yo, it Matt, is, yeah. Yo, Matt sucks. <laughs> Matt sucks. He just said it was not an interesting job. All right. It is and time I appreciate for... your sympathizing, Taj. Yeah, because I work in building. I hate numbers. <laughs> <laughs> it is time for question number two. Question number two. How do you like your toast? I would say golden brown, like a basic... Oh, yeah and mm -hmm. that and then and then you don't put anything else on it no like butter or oh no I, i'll totally put butter or jam or cream cheese or whatever on it it's just i i figured you were asking about how i wanted it cooked well i mean i i definitely definitely i think that that does answer the question like how you wanted it cooked but but i was i guess i was wondering is there a specific way you like your toast actually yes um okay. at the beginning of the pandemic um, I had like one final shopping trip for a long time and I tried to make that stretch for as long as possible. So there was literally a six week period where I was eating cinnamon toast three times a day. Really? Yeah, it was disgusting. And I, I like, it was delicious, <laughs> <laughs> but nutritionally it was disgusting. Um, and at this point, I mean, I, I just ate so much cinnamon toast in that period. I don't think I ever want to look at it again. Did you end up like losing hair? No, That's no. Good. I've al I've always had reasonably thin hair. <laughs> the, is does cinnamon make you lose hair, Rachel? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just I talking about the lack of nutrition. Oh, <laughs> I see. Did you ever have a problem with uh, cinnabon? No, I mean I'm I'm not like a cinnamon fanatic or whatever. It was just like I had a ton of bread, I had a ton of butter, and I had a ton of cinnamon and sugar. Um, mm -hmm. And I remember, like I I this was this is the one period in my life where I've experienced anything close to food scarcity. I also had a bag of clementines mm -hmm. um, and I thought it was a big bag, but I was just like avoiding going grocery shopping for such a long period of time that I would, I would have like 
two of them every other day and I would just like like I was an anime character I needed the vitamin c and the other nutrients <laughs> so badly um yeah but those are good for you that's good no no I know it's just I didn't have many of them and I didn't yeah. want to go out and get coronavirus I, I absolutely that. who wants coronavirus you get a bell on that question yeah. And yeah. Uh, the reason is the reason is because I think it's just a real true story, like where people were experiencing things they hadn't experienced for the for forever for their entire lives during the pandemic. And uh, just a good story. That's all. It was a good story. Thank you. Thank you. All right. It is time for question number three. Question number three. What advice would you give to a new comedian? Have rich parents. <laughs> oh. That's it? Just that simple? I mean, I think that's the most important piece of advice. I have a reasonably rich dad, and that has helped me a lot. I don't have such a rich dad that he's able to get me, like, a publicist or direct connections or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, no, I think definitely the most important thing in comedy is to have rich parents. Nothing okay. else even comes close. I would, I, now, I do have a couple of, <laughs> of follow-up questions. Uh, the mm -hmm. first one is, uh, don't you think that advice... Uh, that you give people is something that they should be able to act on in some way? Well, I am giving advice in a roundabout way, which is if you are not someone with rich parents, I think you need to be realistic that the game is rigged against you. Okay. So, so you're just basically saying be aware that it's going to be harder if your parents aren't rich. Yes. And then beyond that, it doesn't matter if you're funny. I mean, it helps to be funny, but mm -hmm. not as much well, as you think it does. Does it help to have funny parents? No. I mean, maybe maybe if you make like a gimmick account, like shit my dad says, where mm -hmm. you tweet out the things your parents have said that are funny, that, that could help you. But that's a very specific path, and I think people may be tired of it. Yeah, if you do it, you have to do it with a twist. Yeah, like shit my dad pays for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will say this. You're welcome. I'll, many, many <laughs> of the... Day. <laughs> Many of the top comedians that I know did not have rich parents. Yeah. So does your advice maybe not ring true? Well, these top comedians, when did they become famous? At different eras in their life. Right. But I mean, like, what year? Because I feel like the market is so saturated now. A lot of it is about, like, I mean, it always was, but having a lot of free time. Um having certain connections um yeah I'm, I'm not i'm not saying don't do it but i'm saying uh -huh. like as far as advice goes mm -hmm. i think the most important advice in any field is you have to be realistic and if things aren't working out for you i think it's like a humanistic thing to say mm -hmm. don't blame yourself if the game is rigged mm -hmm. if i don't like my parents where do i get new parents uh mon pastor huh thank you <laughs> the, pr the problem right. is uh if you if you don't have rich ones you can't afford them there yeah i don't know what to do with my poor parents seriously i'm gonna say no bell on that question i'll tell you why although ultimately the advice that you landed on was good the initial version of it garbage all right uh so no no bell on that question and it's time to move on to question number four question number four what movie are you embarrassed you haven't seen See, this, this is a difficult question because I am no longer embarrassed that I haven't seen any movies. 
Oh. There, there are many, many movies that I haven't seen. Uh-huh. Um, like, I haven't seen Lord of the Rings. I haven't seen... Uh, you know what? I did watch the original Star Wars trilogy because I had to do it for uh, a special show, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen the prequels. Mm-hmm. I, th- there's there's so much stuff that's can I haven't seen the Godfather. There's so much canonical stuff that I haven't seen, but there is so much I'm ashamed about in every other area of my life that not having seen a movie can't even register anymore. So you have no, for instance, like for me, I'm kind of a nerd, and so like if I haven't seen a particular nerd movie, it, it can be a little embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like if I yeah. haven't seen something that is right up my alley. Right, right. But listen, uh, here, here, here's there, my. Are, uh, so are you going to interrupt my question with a question? No, sorry. I was just <laughs> going to say I was just going to say uh skip the start the tr- the prequels. Uh-huh. Uh watch The Godfather. Um okay. leave the gun and take the cannolis. All very important things. Aren't you happy that Dave interrupted? Uh so my what? question for you is is are you do you have a a type of movie that most people would think you have seen because of who you are? Uh, I think people think I'm a lot nerdier than mm-hmm. a lot nerdier than I am, um, mm-hmm. just because of how I dress and being vaguely socially awkward or whatever. But no, I, I don't really have much of an interest in much traditional nerd stuff. Like I watched the Star Wars movies for a comedy show. Mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy them at all. Right. Um, the the movies that I actually enjoy are either dramas or comedies. I'm like really pretty strict about that. I liked Moonlight. I like Mean Girls, and I pretty much like nothing in between. Gotcha. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a bell because you are so vehemently a person who doesn't give a shit about movies as much. <laughs> there you go. All yours. All right, uh, now it is time for question number five. Question number five. Have you ever sharded? I don't think I have. You know, it's I've, I've, been, a, I've been alive for a longish time. I don't remember uh-huh. what I was doing when I was two or three, but I don't have any stored memories of sharding, no. Are you sure you know what it is, just in case? Yeah, it's when you shit when you fart. <laughs> okay, right. that's close enough. Close enough. What? what? That's exactly. I, uh, it. I'm sorry. Good answer. Good answer. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so you've ne- okay. Now, I mean, it's hard to say as an adult for me, like that. I have. I mean, I I feel like I probably would shart once a year. I think that something like shart like happens once a year for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you for being vulnerable. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for TMIing us like that. Uh, okay, you you guys are two sides of the same coin, uh, but you think I don't know. Do, what, how about everybody else? Have you sharded in the past year, Dave? Do I have to answer this question honestly? No, you don't. Okay, so yes, I have. <laughs> you're a guy who's embarrassed he hasn't sharded in the past year. Toxic masculinity is so oppressive in strange ways. Taj, what do you think? Have you sharded in the last year? I've, I, Adam? yeah, I think I sharded in the last year. Yeah. All right. And how Thanks, about Tosh. you, Rachel Teichman? Have you <laughs> sharded in the last year? In the last year? No. Mm-hmm. No, but like and a year and two days. Two, two years. <laughs> no, no, it's it's been quite a while actually. Since twenty 
two years. No, no. There was one time maybe when I had like food poisoning in 2017, I think I started mm-hmm. just a little bit. And mm-hmm. then like the last time before that I was seven. So. Gotcha. And then for you, uh, Rachel prime, uh, you think you've probably not since you were a kid, have you sharded? No, I don't think so. And I'm not trying to sound like I'm better than anybody, but I, I just think I run more, uh, constipated than others. So you run, <laughs> but you don't get the runs. Oh my God. I'm so yeah. sorry about that, Rachel. I'm so sorry. It's about okay. Rachel Tashman's <laughs> comment. I apologize on her behalf. On behalf of the she, show. No apology needed. Yo, yo, I'm Rachel, not sorry. Rachel Teichman's poop jokes are not good enough for Victor sometimes. And that's just how it is around here. That's accurate. Uh, it's time for question number six. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? I'm sorry. Uh, the shark conversation was a lot of fun. Bell. Oh, Hell how yeah. could you not? Uh, it is time for question number six. Question number six. What's the secret to staying positive? Not asking me that question. Hmm. I don't understand upset? how that doesn't make any sense as an answer. Uh, well, I, I'm just saying if you want a good answer to that question, you should ask a positive person. Okay. I mean, but wouldn't even a negative person might have the answer, but they just never choose to do it because they're negative. That's fair. Um, secret to staying positive. Yeah, based on empirical evidence, I would say probably either exercising a lot, um, taking SSRIs, or what's an SSRI? I don't even know what that is. A selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. Oh, oh, that's why I didn't that? know what it was. <laughs> it's an that. antidepressant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I I've never heard of that because I'm not clinically depressed or educated. Mm-hmm. Show off. So I should be asking you the secret to staying positive. What's the secret to staying negative, Rachel? What? How do you do it? You know, it just comes naturally. There you go. There you go. Good answer. Positivity is a fight, though. <laughs> Team but, Rachel Curmudgeon on the way. Do you do? Are you a person who uh, goes? I mean, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. But are you a person who goes to therapy? No, but that's because I don't have health insurance. You think you feel like if you had health insurance, you would go to therapy? Yeah, yeah, I would. I got it. So I feel like I feel like the secret to being positive is out there. And then if you don't have it, you know, maybe a therapist does. But of course, you don't have health insurance, so you'll never know. <laughs> you'll never find out. You know maybe what? Rich I, I'll practice positivity right now. Uh-huh. Maybe someday I'll have health insurance. Yeah. I mean, if you keep up the comedy and it goes well, then you can have as much health insurance as you can buy, like a lot. Yeah, if I keep succeeding enough with my negativity, maybe mm-hmm. I can buy someone or buy the services of someone who will help me not be negative anymore. Mm-hmm. Like a new parent. Oh, I just met a therapist. You can yeah, find there- a therapist. And a therapist is a, uh, a critic of parents. Mm-hmm. You can find a therapist who does sliding scale. That's true. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I, I'm going to just spill out some information about Rachel Teichman. She also ha- just recently got her master's in social work, so she knows all oh, the ins cool. and outs. Yep, I am a mental health professional, as they say. That's awesome. What's, Congratulations. What is sliding scale? I mean, it still costs more money than I really want to pay for how 
useless. Honestly, I found therapy in the past, but I am glad that it's out there and uh, that it's helping the people it helps. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's nice of you to save your dad some money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would I would be paying for it myself. If my dad oh, were going to oh, pay for my therapy, sorry. of course I would just suck him dry. <laughs> what do you take me for? Nothing. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm going to say no bell because there's really no answer to how to stay positive. What's the secret to staying positive? Uh, it's still a mystery. So no bell. Uh, you've answered all six questions. It's time to decide whether or not you get $5. But before we do that, can you tell people out there where to find you? I am at Rachel M. Comedy on Twitter, Instagram, and technically TikTok, even though I haven't posted a single thing on TikTok. All right. Uh, well, then, everybody, uh, check out Rachel and follow her on all platforms, even TikTok, even though nothing will ever come. <laughs> now it's time to find out whether or not you get $5. Let's canvas the room. We'll start with Dave. What do you think? Should Rachel Prime get $5 for appearing on the show? I would say yes mm -hmm. um, if her dad gave me $5. <laughs> her dad gave you five dollars you know what i'm not going to try to fathom the logic there <laughs> thank Taj, you what do you think should absolutely at five dollars yeah, i do think so any reason I why all the answers uh oh. those movies that everybody watches uh-huh yeah thank i you. haven't seen a bunch of them either mm -hmm. all right a little solidarity from Taj. nice uh rachel teichman what do you think should rachel mccartney get five dollars for appearing on the show Yes, because she has a rich dad and we need to widen that gap between the rich and the poor. <laughs> widen it? Yeah. yeah, we need to widen it. Uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So if we gave her $5, we'd be contributing to widening the gap between the rich and the poor. That's also, right. I want to I I state, hmm? just, just for anyone from Twitter who's following me for this, uh, if I post a GoFundMe, it is because I need the money. Rich is relative and I am just being conscientious of my privilege. I definitely have to worry about money if I, for example, injure my back, which I recently did. Oh shit, what happened? I don't even know what happened, but I have a bad back now and I can't see a doctor. Oh shit. Well, I mean, and again, Gosh. she did say her father was rich, not her. That's true. And it's and it's relatively speaking. I'm it is not relative. uh yeah, it's it's definitely relative. I I'm I don't even want to say names because I'll offend people, but there are comedians out there whose dads have paid for publicists for them, and that is like a level of rich I cannot even fathom. Exactly. And even those people's parents don't have oil baron money. Some of them do. <laughs> yeah, some of them do. That's true. Sorry, what were you saying, Tosh? I was just saying that's amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh -huh. It's incredible. Ah, to be born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Oh, how wonderful it would be. All right. Uh, so we've asked everybody except you, Rachel Prime, Rachel McCartney, do you think you should get $5 for appearing on the show? Yes, I was born with a sense of entitlement. So, of course, I think that. Oh, oh I'm going to agree with you. There you go. $5 for you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. $5 for being on the show. Uh, you did a great job. Uh, now it's just time to wrap it up. Dave, uh, what did you learn from this I, week's show? I think you appreciated her honesty there, right? Is that is that why you went with it? With the $5? No, not necessarily. Okay. I think it was just a whim. Mm -hmm. 
I think it was just, you know, I, I didn't give Taj $5, and then I was like, eh, why not? What do I need these $5 for? Wow. Hey, can I can I re-answer the question of what it would take for me to punch you in the face? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, anytime. Oh, man. Oh, I wish you said that before. Uh, everybody, please check us out at 6unseemly and at unseemlyquestions.com. A podcast network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.